0: Trivialized Culture is Delen your host and this is our first episode of the Mental Health Week series. Today we're going to be talking about mental health within women and young girls. Today I'm here with Tian, Elena. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and I wanted to talk to you guys mostly about how mental health has affected you personally or where have you witnessed mental health within women around you mm. and the national theme for mental health is body image. So how has stuff like anxiety or uh, panic attacks influenced how you felt about yourselves and your body? So first of all, what is mental health to you guys?
1: Um, Mental health to me, like specifically um, in my case, like I've dealt with anxiety and I dealt with it for like, I want to say maybe nearly nine or ten months and the thing is I didn't know I had anxiety for a very long time like I just thought I was just sad or I was just nervous or I was just um frightened to do certain things and I didn't realize until I isolated myself from like my friends and my family that I realized what it was. And to this day, a lot of people don't even know that I went through it. Like I've only opened up to a few people, like you guys, um, not even my family. So if they listen to this, this will be like the first time they hear about it. But it kind of hit me because it happened when I separated myself from like loads of people and I didn't know <clears throat> what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. I just thought I was going through a phase, you know, like growing up, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when I realized like, I was isolating myself and I was feeling scared, like, and I would get panic attacks for no reason over small things like, mm-hmm. say for example, I'm on the train mm-hmm. and I get the wrong train, like I'll have a pattern, literally could not breathe yeah. and I'll start crying. And then I think to myself like, I know this This isn't me because I'm a very sociable person. I don't isolate myself. Um, I talk up. Like, as you guys know, I'm very talkative in the episodes. So when this was happening to me, I was thinking, this isn't me. And it took me a while because even right now, I'm trying to get out of it still because there are some times where I just, I can't get out of bed. Like, I'll tell my mom, like, I have a bellyache. I feel ill. or I tell my friends, like, I feel ill. I can't go out. And it's hard because... Even opening up about it to people, I find it easier to even just talking to you guys on the podcast. Even though people are going to listen to it, it feels easier for me than to sit in front of my friends or my family and be like, you know what, I have anxiety and explain to them. Because I feel like a lot of people don't understand what it does to you. They feel like it's just, you know, um, you're nervous or you're overreacting and stuff like that. But it's a deeper issue and sometimes you don't know how to explain it. Um, or get through it and it's hard because if you can't explain it you can't have someone to help you get through it and that was the problem with me but after meeting like you guys and actually being able to talk up about how I felt like inside it made it easier to cope with it and deal with it and I feel like that's what a lot of people need is a coping mechanism and someone just to get out
0: to. Yeah real quick just to go off what you said like with when your family kind of dismiss yeah. your feelings, that is such a big problem that we'll go yeah. into in another episode. But I think for a lot of young people, especially young girls, when they're growing up and they're finding themselves, they don't really... they Like you said, you didn't know that you had anxiety. No, I didn't. So if someone is telling you it's not... Basically, it's not that deep yeah, and you go away, you're going to think it's not that deep mm-hmm. and it's going to cause a deeper issue. Yeah, it eats away at you. it does. Yeah, it does. So, go on Elena. What do you No,
2: I was just going to say a lot of what you said I can relate to. Um I have anxiety as well. I think for me it was I didn't want to Self-diagnose yes. myself because yeah. I could always yeah. tell when I was. It's since I've been a child. Literally, I've always had like worries or like tell. panics, and even when I speak to my family, it's just like, oh, like you can tell that I'm an anxious person. And I was thinking something must be wrong with me. Me, and as well when you said about panic attacks, like randomly, I was just thinking like this is not normal. Yeah. So I went to a doctor, and obviously they told me that it was like anxiety, yeah. and I was like, rah like if you don't really think it's real. But I feel like a coping mechanism for me was really been a coping mechanism. Um, I feel like definitely this, like, just speaking about it, it's really helpful because it's, like, self-therapy in a way. Um, What else has been helpful for me? For me, it's slightly different because I feel like my family kind of already could tell. I had anxiety from a young age, so they've been quite supportive with me in terms of that. But... um, yeah, like you said, isolating yourself because I'm a very extroverted person. Yeah. So when I would find myself not being with my friends, I, it would you could feel it more, like my anxiety would kick in. And like you said, like having panic attacks just randomly on the bus or when you're going somewhere or just you can't control it and it's really something that's like, it's, it's scary, I guess. Um, the
1: moment when I knew was kind of like, when when you start taking yourself away from people yeah. that you always wanted to be around, yeah. that's when I was like, there's something wrong. Because I've always been like a person that like even my mom knows. When I was younger, I had a big group of friends. Second school, I had a big group of friends. And it was kind of like, and it was kind of like I knew who I was until that moment. And then all of a sudden, I was isolating myself and I used to like sit there and ask myself like, I don't know, I was trying to find myself, mm-hmm. and it's like to me before I thought I knew myself. I was very confident, I used to be like this is what I want to do, da, da, da. and then went through a phase where it's just like I don't know, like I'm lost. I don't know who to talk to and stuff like that, and I feel like a lot of people just thought I was pushing them away. And it's not even like I'm doing it intentionally. Like I don't even know I'm doing it until mm-hmm. I look around and I realize. I go to my phone, it's just like, I don't have anyone that I talk to on a regular, someone that I can call on a regular. It's more like, I've just pushed everyone away and I don't know why I'm doing it. Mm. So when you realise, like, kind of what's going on, that's when I was like, no, I feel like I need to do something because I'm eating myself away and I don't want to get to a point where I'm digging myself into a deeper hole where it goes as far as getting depressed. And that was my fear because I'm thinking... I can't be lying in my bed and I can't get up. Like, that was one of the things that really hurt. Because I remember I went for a week where I just couldn't get out of bed. And I used to be like to my mom, like, I feel sick. I've got a bellyache. Like, you know those things that you say, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. your mom doesn't want. Wo- because you don't want your parents to worry about you. Yeah. Just like, I feel sick. But it's like, it was a mental thing. Like, my, my brain was just gone. So I feel like it's just important that you need to find a way to try and get out of it. But I know it's hard because you know, like you've gone through it, so you can't tell people how to cope. They have yeah. to
2: because f- everyone has a different exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah.
0: For me, I think okay, when it comes to anxiety, I didn't know I had anxiety, but I like said I didn't want to self-diagnose myself. Mm-hmm. And I really, when I went to a family member about it, they was just like, "Go to bed, like just have a nap. It's not really, it's not that deep." And for me, I didn't know how to deal with it, especially when like you get panic attacks and stuff. Yeah. It's a whole new feeling, especially yeah. if you if you're not yeah. really like I've always been. Um, I've always been introverted. I've always been like kind of shy and quiet, yeah. and I, I'm an overthinker. I, but someone hmm. I remember I talked to a friend one time, and she was just like, "It's because I'm a Scorpio." But like, literally, I like.
2: I mean. <laughs> overthinking oh. to
0: me is like it's my biggest weakness because it works good sometimes because i like to plan and that's what i do but yeah. for me it's a, it come to a point now like when i go to sleep it's kind of weird but i always have to have something playing because if i don't my mind, mind will run and i will not sleep like yeah. legit like I, I just it's weird i don't know i'll start thinking about weird stuff stuff and then like I went I went to sleep but anyways with anxiety um it just came really new to me and I went to friends and I remember I had my first panic attack in school and everyone was like oh the faking and I was like that's the that's
2: worst the thing ever. I said I, but oh, sorry, go, go go. On, touch, go it's that's the annoying thing because when stuff like that happens people think you're being dramatic and you yeah feel your, but chest. you can feel I know if it no, oh why is she doing this what I'm not, And the thing is, like
0: with that. panic attacks, they are it's something that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Exactly. So when yeah. people ask me what's wrong, I do not know. Yeah. You're you're asking me, but I don't know. Yeah. And I felt like I had to make... I didn't make anything up. I said, like, I don't know. But I felt like if that happened again, I need to make, make something up. Or, like, I need to figure yeah. something quick. So people so don't so think people I'm going. crazy. Yes, and I could, I had no one to go and talk to. And yeah. it was just like, ugh, it was crazy. It's
1: annoying because I remember one time, oh, it was back when, I'm going to say it was either yeah it was January because I remember in like going into like the new year I was going through this crazy stuff in it so I remember for like the whole week I don't understand but every single day of that week I had a panic attack and it always happens when I go on trains because I take trains consistently I take them to college um I take them all the time like I'm not really a bus person and the thing is I'm used to taking trains so when I was getting panic attacks on trains that's when I knew something's not yeah. right, because I'm used to this. Why am I getting panic attacks? I know where I'm going. So I remember one time I must have took the wrong train. It was a simple one one stop away and I know this stop. I got off the train and literally my chest was sinking in and I was thinking, this isn't right. I couldn't breathe. I was calling my mum, I was crying, I was like, No, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And it's a thing where you don't know how to explain it to people because it's like, yeah. they've never felt it before. Yeah. And that's the most annoying thing because people might just think you're having a breakdown or like you're crying because you might be late or something like that, but it's a deeper thing. It's like, just that small thing can tip everything off. Like, mm-hmm. it's a buildup of stuff and then the, it takes that one small thing yeah. to just send you Oops, off.
0: to trigger. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like in high school, everyone's pretty naive naive in the sense that people don't really know what others are going through so it's like when I think back to that time I had a panic attack I know what the root cause was but I don't know what triggered it yeah so when it was triggered I didn't know what was happening I didn't know what was going on Mm. but when I think back and think about what was happening during that time it's like oh okay this is probably why I felt this way but support systems are like a big thing when it comes to having anxiety or having panic attacks yeah. because you need you need that someone like you said you called your mum straight away you need that someone that you that can kind of calm you down yeah. yeah but when you don't have that you're just lost and then that's when it will spiral into other things and get deeper like depression and then yeah. get deeper into just feeling just feeling lost.
1: At that moment I was thinking and the thing is I was underground so I was lucky the service even went through because I was wow. thinking if I don't talk to someone right now like. I feel like I'm gonna have to go home because I can't go out in this state. Like when you're when you're having one of those moments, you can't you don't wanna be around anyone. You just no, you wanna do. be curled up like in your bed. Cause you feel like I don't know if you guys went through this, but when I was going through I felt so like I felt alone in the world but it's like I had loads of don't get me wrong, my I have good friends, right? Mm. And I'm not trying to say like my friends are very, very good friends. If I needed to go to them, I could, I could open up to them, but it's like, I don't know if oh. one, you're going to understand two, how you're going to react to it. And three, I don't know how you're going to respond to it. Cause at the end of the day, I don't even know how to explain it to yeah. myself. Yeah. So how do I explain it to you? And I feel like explaining it on this podcast is the easiest way for them to understand. Cause I feel like if I was to go and have a face-to-face conversation, it would be like tears and stuff. Yeah. And I'm not an emotional person. I don't yeah. like all of that. So, that's the main reason why I didn't want to open up to people because it was just, like, I'm not a... i am not uh I do not, like, self-P.E. I do not like to yeah. self-P.E. people do not look at me like I'm a charity case. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would just put on a strong front, like, every day I'll get up and i will be, like, yeah, I'm good. Duh, 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 duh. And that was the main reason why I feel like I didn't want to open up because I had such, like, an image of being strong, confident, mm. like, I'm not... so I, The thing is... With me, I'll cry over little things, like dumb things, like, oh, someone took my, um, I don't know, my pencil case or something like that, I would cry over it. But deeper things, I'll just push it down and push yeah. it down and push it down. And I feel like that's the problem. When you have um when people just and that's the one thing that I hate when people tell you be strong because sometimes I want to be weak I want I
0: need to be weak I need to cry yeah, because that's
2: not you have to be able to feel yeah I want to let out that's like, yeah you can't just say be strong be strong exactly
0: with me anyone that anyone that's been friends with me since time knows that I'm very sensitive yeah. and I take it's like I, it's something that I'm working on but something that I feel like I don't need to work on but I do take some things to heart that I shouldn't take to heart, but I feel like sometimes you cross lines and you don't realise that you've crossed it. But that's
1: you, if you Mm. feel like someone's crossed the line, then... So,
0: literally, since primary school, I've had people tell me, like, Delane, you're too emotional. Delane, you're too sensitive. Delenn, get over it. It's not that deep. And because of that, especially in high school, when you're surrounded by loads of people I was like okay I just need to kind of suppress everything because yeah I kept myself to myself and I don't there's about two friends like I will I will talk to any one of my friends about like a little issue that's that's not that deep to me but big issues like if I think of stuff that's happened in my life that even if I talk about now I'll probably start tearing up I've only probably told one person yeah in Mm -hmm. my life in my whole life so it's like I had to try learn to suppress my feelings to make everyone else feel comfortable. Because I know mm. some people didn't know how to react. react and respond to me. And I don't like, especially with me now, even though um, suppressing your feelings isn't good, sometimes i don't feel like going to people and talking to yeah, them I like do why it myself. why am i gonna what, go to what, you how and tell they're gonna you, help you if they don't exactly yeah. you'll just be like it's okay yeah. it's okay and it's like okay first of all <laughs> 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 Stop, like i need a solution because yeah. that's what i'm i'm very solution-based like, okay i've got this problem what's the let's let me talk it out then cool what's the solution now help me yeah. if you're not gonna help if you're saying it's okay that's not that's not doing anything but at least for me. you yeah. want to talk
1: about it like I find with me, I never ever... The thing is, do you know, the problem with me yeah, that kind of makes it worse is I never actually open up... Like, I, will, I can cry to you all day and I won't say a word. I won't <laughs> tell you what's wrong with me. Yeah. And then, like, an hour later, I'll be fine. But it's like, it's bad because I want to tell you so badly. Like, it's on the tip of my tongue. But something can't let me say it to you because there's too... It's too much of a long backstory absolutely yeah Yeah. and like there's certain things that i just feel like i'm not ready to talk about but then at the same time i think to myself you need to tell someone soon because you're gonna dig yourself into a deeper hole and have more issues which is really really bad why
0: why don't you think you tell them though especially for someone close to you
1: i have the thing is i haven't do you think it's
0: lack of understanding do
1: you know it is i don't like to say for example someone does something to me that i think is deep i don't i have a thing where i don't like to make other people feel bad about what they've done to me like i have a weird thing where i over apologize for even if it's not my fault i will apologize to you for me, like if i complain to you about something and then i annoy you because you get mad about what i said somehow i'll end up apologizing just to clear the whole thing cuz i i do the thing is i argue a lot but i don't actually enjoy it i prefer to have a discussion and so more time I won't open up about it or if I'm talking to say for example my family because there's a lot of stuff that's like gone on and most of the stuff that like play on my head have to do with my family and it's like I don't really I've never ever I don't open up like that Mm -hmm. so for me to open up about everything that's happened for years and years and years I feel like it's too much and they'll never not understand but They'll be confused because I've never spoken about it. Cause, yeah. So they'll think, "Why have you only spoken about it now no. when it's affected me ages ago?" But I'm one of those people. I always remember what someone has done to me. No matter, I can, I can forgive people in two point two seconds. I'm one of those people. We can fight, we can argue. By the end of the day, I will still talk to you. I don't have a problem with you, but what you've done yeah. to me will always stick on my head, and you I'll always but never forget. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep an eye on you because of that. Yeah. And then I just feel like. If I was to open up, people will be offended, and I don't like to offend people. I think that's my problem, and that's why, when things happen, I usually isolate myself so I can try and forgive them quicker, so that I can just talk to them. But it's bad because you never forget what someone's yeah. done to you, and how it's hurt you. Yeah.
0: That's like me though, because I don't, I don't like to argue. I don't like, yeah. I say I don't like confrontation. But yeah, I'm very like, let's let's talk about it. Yeah. But if let's say I've had a fight with a friend and then I'm moving mad and they don't want to talk to me but it's like it's their fault i'm always the one Child to poly- go yeah, and yeah, talk yeah. to them and ha- give the olive <laughs> and, out yeah. Yeah. yeah and then i just because i just want to i just want to sort especially if you're someone that i care about so i'll pop up i'll talk to you and then if like whatever happens after that happens but then i do find sometimes that not everyone is like not in a both way but not everyone is like me so people are still gonna hold on to whatever like and sure. it's just yeah. like
2: yeah that is a thing like especially with big arguments i get my it triggers my anxiety when i get into massive arguments because i i just don't know how to deal with it because i don't get i'm just not an argumentative person i don't get in like I just don't like that so when it does happen I don't know how to react so literally say if I'm like I've had an argument with a friend or like someone close to me I'll just be looking at my phone like I'll be pacing up and down I don't you don't know how to yeah yeah. I don't know how to react like arguments really trigger me so
1: the thing is I'm total opposite of you guys like (laughs) you arguments trigger my anxiety but they trigger it to the point where I have to defend my. like with me yeah I'm not one of those people to be quiet when I'm arguing with people. And that's why we know. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> we know. that's why people think I'm so aggressive and angry yeah. sound like. And I think that's what gets on my nerves, because I'm not an angry person. But if I feel like say for example, you you tell me, or let me give you an example. Say for example, someone's told me to do something and I don't like the way they've told like the tone, I'll be like you know, like, I don't like the tone you views, but if we're arguing now, I feel like I have to defend myself, but if I've now offended you, that bothers me, because I don't like, I don't like upsetting people, that's the thing, yes. and this is where, like, people get confused as to my whole issue, because I'm not a person to um, want to argue, but I always end up in arguments, just because I don't want to seem like the bad person. And yeah. that's my problem. I don't want to be seen as the bad person, but I don't want you to be seen as the bad person. So I'd rather put it on me than you feel bad. And I feel like that just weighs me down. And just our big arguments always are the ones that make you think like, just make you deep it. Cause you don't either, you don't know how to respond. Especially when you're going through anxiety, it's a lot on your mind already. So it just, mm-hmm. it's just like, dun, 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 like playing in your brain and it's frustrating.
0: How has, um, so we talked a lot about anxiety and stuff. How has that kind of tied into how you feel about yourself? Like, you kind of touched on it just now, but um, especially when it comes to body image mm. and how you kind of view yourself internally as well.
1: I'm like, okay, I'm like a big girl, right? Yeah, I'm a big girl, like, I don't care. When it comes to body image, my anxiety was never to do with body image. It was to do with something separate. So I would say my issue with my body only started when i left high school like throughout high school i promise you i did not i didn't care at all like i don't know why like obviously people would say stuff to me but i was more like i'm like a don't care person so i'll just be like okay whatever even when you touch on your family i'm just gonna touch on it quickly my family obviously to them is harmless right but most of the people in my family aren't big so when they would say certain stuff to me it would replay 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 on my mind to the point where i'd The thing is, I was, when I'm telling you now, I look back on pictures and I I was big, but I wasn't that big. So in my mind, I'm thinking that big. So I would start to comfort eat. And my mum would say it to me, but I wouldn't think it until I got to like this stage now. And I think I've comforted so much on what people have said to me that I've actually become, like I've lived up to their expectations. So I feel like after I left high school and I put on the weight, after a while I would sit there and I just think, I'd look at everyone else and I'd start comparing myself like I should look like this person I should look like that person and the thing is I'm quite a confident person so I'd be like do you know what I don't care I love my body but inside I'm thinking no like I don't it's not that I don't like my body I'm not confident about it don't get me wrong I can live with my body I don't I don't actually care but I would prefer to lose weight if that makes sense and I feel like It's kind of mad because some people say stuff and they think it's harmless, but they don't understand what they're doing to other people. That's the whole issue. And especially when it comes to, I'm going to say black families because they do a lot. They don't know how to... Draw the line because they, they just, just think it's laughed. Yeah, <laughs> they just think it's laughter, joke, ha ha ha, fatty. I don't think it. Listen, like, You're hurting me honestly, this is hurting me. Like to the point where I remember one time I told my m- I think one of my cousins said something to me. I must have told my mom that they called me fat, and I was crying to my mom, and she was like. She must have called him and said, don't say that to my child, because at the end of the day, that's affecting me. Yeah. And it's the fact that I am the biggest out of my cousins. It's not like there's enough, There's no other chubby kid there. It's just me. So it's just like I'd feel an outcast. or I was the big cousin, the big girl of the group. Like, can you give it a rest? But I feel like people need to be more conscious about what they're saying to people, yeah. even when it comes to slimmer people, because even them, like, I see a lot of people calling them like, twigs and stuff like that and I just feel like no. it's not it's not fair like mm-hmm. let people live and now all of a sudden people's like don't um, shame people for their bodies but it's the same people that <laughs> are shaming like people. what like so now you want to change it all of a sudden all of a sudden you've grown up because you didn't have to live that life you never thought it was um What's it? You never thought it was wrong, but now you're now people have got friends that are big or friends that are skinny. Now they want to switch up and say,
0: Oh, it's all right. You look like no see for me it's like in um in primary school no one cared no, about no one cared. no, yeah, like, everyone no one was was cared <laughs> <their> <laughs> best <laughs> life like Literally. everyone everyone so was carefree. dealing everyone <laughs> there, wasn't, like, <laughs> there wasn't any discrimination whatsoever but as soon as i touched high school boy like not i didn't I, I would say i was like you said that like, i was i was already insecure about my body kind of cause of my family yeah. not not to be honest my immediate family no shade my immediate family are calm yeah it was my. You know, so it, 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 it was the, it was the ones that i didn't even meet so <laughs> i was like 14 but um yeah it was because of that but then entering high school was just like a different way because you had it was made clear what the boys wanted and stuff like that and let's be real especially when it comes to some girls it's like how boys view you has a really big impact him. on it how does, you view yourself it it really so if does. a boy is looking at this girl saying oh yeah that's the type I want you're gonna feel some type of way okay well that's I don't really like not, that I'm so that and it, and that's how it that's how it works and for me I didn't really care about boys' opinion like that but it was when it was like directed at me or directed at someone Mm. that I knew and you was being compared yeah I was being being compared a lot and that was the biggest um, especially with family and like people at my high school the comparison that made me so insecure like I had like in in primary school no one ever like people would call me fat and stuff but then the other big girl would come and bat me so it was calm (laughs) like (laughs) it was calm like but I would, I would like, I would be fine. But in high school, it was like no one wanted to get cussed. No one wanted to get cussed by the, especially by the boys. You know what I'm saying? You know that group, the boys. So it's like, okay, you're kind of on your ones. you have these people cussing you? you your face? You have girls cussing you that are even the same size as you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo.
0: But um, you'll have stuff like that, and it does really take a toll on your kind of how you view yourself and it did bring up my insecurities i forgot i was gonna say something else that you said oh yeah we're family um so okay so i'm from ghana barbados and Trinidad, right in ghana they i don't know it's like they love big women like they love that you're they they say solid that's the word they it like they like that you're yeah. <laughs> they like that you're solid but then you always have these um aunties telling you like you need to lose weight like but then if you're too skinny you need to put on more weight it's like you just don't know no, you, where is the middle where do I fit but I hate being called solid I, I don't like it it makes me feel upset and then especially I will you'll go to like family events like to, I'm not go okay no offense mum. But I am not going to another unless it's like a wedding or a funeral yeah. I'm not going to another family event because I can't I don't like Yeah, I'll stop there. I don't I can't take like especially the the men, the uncles would be like, Hey, you're looking a bit you know and I'm like, <laughs> Okay, first of all, <laughs> You need, to, <laughs> <laughs> you need to sit down somewhere i don't I just the approach like, yes. the approach is just off and i don't like it's like i know i'm big what now like, what?
1: like are oh you gonna like me someone yeah. on, see someone on twitter yeah today oh <laughs> yo i need to read this tweet to you
0: read it it's all
1: right so imagine, imagine i'm on i'm i'm minding my business on twitter bear in mind i have i'm i'm liking my good good tweets so this girl was basically saying, oh, she dated this fat boy once and her friends will not let her forget it, whatever. And I was like, yeah, da, da, I must've said something about the tea." And then some man, some man had the nerve, had the nerve to say, he said something like, um, you don't look that fit yourself. I was thinking, what, are you right? You took time out of your day to tell me that I'm not fit. <laughs> You took time out of your big big day to tell you. That's the. Do you know what? That's the main thing that annoys me. Why do you point out that I'm big? Like I don't know. Word. Like, like, like see, I'm.
0: I'm very aware. Like
1: I know I'm big. And what do you want me to do now? Because I can't lose weight in a day. So what do you want me to do? <laughs> like what do you like?
2: I, like seriously, what do you get out of calling me? Like what do you want me to do? Because I'm really confused. That's actually the same thing, but with being skinny. Yeah. Like, yeah how are you
1: supposed to on weight in yeah, a day? Yeah.
2: Like what do you want me to do? It's actually irritating. Like and for me, it wasn't really. Family, not so much because most of my family is slim, but like you said, with the comparing, I think it's when I got into secondary and it was like, there was a certain type of girl that people wanted and it was just like, right, but I'm a stick. Um, So it was kind of like, that was made me feel really insecure. I don't know, man, it's just.
1: For secondary school, yeah, for me, it was more like, boys used to look at me more of, I don't want to say object, but more like my body features than me. Yeah, and that yeah, was yeah, like yeah, my yeah. mom. Okay, I'm. My mom already knows. I have I have big assets. All right, just gonna put out there. <laughs> my mom knows that. My mom was always wary of that when I was young as well. Like, um, I wasn't allowed to wear like shorts or like sh- um short skirts and stuff like that because I have like you know I have a yeah. big bum whatever. So when I was younger, like let me say year eight, year nine. I used to think that that was a good thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Because when you're younger, and everyone might say, Oh, I wasn't looking for boys to like try and make my, like make me worthy. Da, da, da. But at that age, that is how you think. Let's all be real. So cool. I used to think, Yeah, da, 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 da. and when I got older, I was thinking, Bruv, I'm being used, and I'm thinking, That's not okay. Like back then, I'm thinking, Yes, okay, because I have this, I have that. But it's like, they don't, they don't, yeah, they don't see me as me. like, And that was my problem because it was more like, they didn't see me as T M, they saw me as just that. That's all they saw me for. And that's why I didn't really have a problem with being big because it wasn't more like I was being seen as being fat or something like that. It was more like it was just, they just see my features, that's it. They don't see my face. They don't see my personality. And it wasn't until like, Year ten or year eleven, when people would actually talk, like talk to me, like have an actual conversation. Now people would be like, raw so did it, I think that I've been like this the whole time? You just didn't decide to talk to me, and that's the most no. annoying part because people don't talk to you; they just look at you and have a." perception of what no, they feel. Reg- do you
0: know how many times some not not just boys actually but, but people... someone has come up to me and been like till you're actually cool you know i would be like i've been the same, same person, same person. <laughs>
1: same. One. you just saw me and thought that i was just this like i was uh, just uh, and that's the most annoying thing because it wasn't until like back then i just used to play on my feet like do you know what i'm saying to um be i don't want to even say popular but um, just to fit in. Like, yeah. you see how I used to, like... Yeah, just to fit in, whatever. And it wasn't until, like, year 10 when I realised that I actually have brains, whatever. I actually can think for myself. Like, I'm actually smart was when I was like, OK, cool, let me focus on this because this is what I need to focus on. People talk to me like, oh, you're actually smart. I've would be like, i been this way the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. It's like I was... It's d- that um, you're actually... Yeah, like, I was dumbing myself down to present something else. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's the worst thing. But I feel like people need to be more accepting of body types because they don't understand what they're doing to people behind the scenes. It's Literally, true.
2: and you never know what someone's going through. So even little things that you say, it can trigger.
0: Yeah, and I was always the type, because I don't, because I am really insecure about my body, I wear really baggy clothes. Like, you will always see me in a t-shirt and jeans. I've never worn a, a top off the shoulder or, like, but I just never really wear tight clothes like that
1: yeah it's more like especially what i found here being big is like it's not that we can't it's more like you have to it's more a confidence thing yeah it's like you want like with me don't get me wrong i wear dresses like like i i used to wear skirts but then i realized like you have to find stuff for your um body that fit you properly and that's the one thing like now i'm into like um You know the trousers I wore on my birthday? What do you call them? Yeah, like like those type of trousers um, and dresses. But it's more of a confidence thing. Because I remember when I was in year seven, year six, year seven, year eight, I used to buy like extra large tops. Bear in mind, I'm not an extra large. But it's like in my mind, I feel like everyone can see me and I want to hide everything. Yeah. But it's more of a, a thing where you don't want, You don't want people to see your insecurities because you already see them and you don't want people to point it out and you want to feel confident. But then when I look back, it was like I I didn't even look confident because I looked uncomfortable. Because even though I am wearing baggy clothes, I feel like people can still see me. Yeah, it's a psychological
2: thing. That's one of the reasons why anyone that went to my secondary knows I literally... I never wore skirts. And the reason why I never wore skirts because I hated my legs. I didn't want people to see my legs. Like, you'd always see me in trousers. Even in the heat, people were like, oh, bro, why are you wearing trousers? I didn't want to show my legs. Yo, okay, like, so like, I'm really
0: insecure about my arms because my arms are lighter than the rest of... Actually, my arms are lighter than my face, but mm-hmm. it's the same colour as the rest of my body type of thing. Mm-hmm. I swear down... All of high school, no one has ever seen my arms.
1: I've never actually I've, seen your arms. You've never
0: because I will oh. always wear, especially. A blazer, so. I was always wear my blazer, and even in the summer, I remember I even looked at myself like you're actually being stupid. I would take off my blazer, but I would put my hands through the arms and hold it like oh, in front of me. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can. Uh, you know what oh I'm yeah, saying? you do. I would. Ne- I would never ever show my arms. In my high school, just I just felt like pe- I just didn't want people to say because I know how I am and I know how sensitive I am, and I just like yeah, I just don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Like I remember people telling me that I'm bleaching and stuff like that, but it's like I'm not. It's just like I'm. I call myself a chocolate rainbow because literally I am. I am like dark skin on my face, brown skin over there, light skin <laughs> over there. Like literally, so I was really insecure about that, and being in a space where I kinda there was like a bit of a pressure to feel like you were perfect. Mm. Like it was a pressure like you need to whatever kind of type you are, you need to be the best type of it mm. type of thing. So if if you were big, you need to be the pretty big girl. If you were and like be confident, if you were skinny, you had to be that slim fit girl and stuff like that. Mm. So there was always this kind of perfect type for that subgenre and it was mm. just like I didn't yeah. fit into that. Literally. So yeah. I think
2: that's
0: it was it was so frustrating, and um, but now it's just like I go to a college where that's why I go to college so far.
1: Same because I wanted Whoa. to escape. Yo. You see, like oh when people gosh. used to be like to me, "Why are you going to college in West London?" Like the thing Listen. is, <laughs> me, yeah, I don't want to get out. For me, not only was it because of my course, because obviously that's the only place where it does my course, but it was more like I needed to surround myself with different people. Yeah, and with me, I'm a very like. I'm a sociable person. I like to talk to everyone, but from the moment I feel like you're off with me, like I can't, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to people to like me for me. So as soon as I went into college, like, um, I kind of, I spoke to everyone, and I kind of tried you to get your people yeah, I tried to get yeah. myself out there and just be myself, like, be free. Because I remember, like, in high school, I would just either, either I'd be like, the thing is, I'd be confident. But to an extent, like, sometimes, like, there's certain things that I just felt like I couldn't really do because I didn't want people to judge me, blah, blah, blah. But it all plays into that. It all comes from, like, stuff that my family have said to me that I just brought along with me to school that I thought people would think of me. But it's all a thing where you you have to kind of... I don't want to say you have to go through it, but it's, like, it's a growing thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. definitely. I feel like with... Learning who I am through kind of anxiety, especially and um the insecurities I have, and putting myself in a—I wouldn't say I'm isolating myself, but moving myself, yeah, trying to find myself. Yeah. I've really done that, and I have found what I've liked. I found okay, especially because now I'm on that natural hair movement. Yeah, I love. Really? Like in in high school, I would never wear my afro to school. Yeah, in
1: high but school, see I was turning my hair. I was perming my hair, like, every three months. And the thing is, I got to a point, yeah, where I used to think, bruv, why am I actually doing this? Like, what do I have to prove? But that's the one thing that anxiety kind of, I don't want to say like it was a blessing and a curse. Because that was like the worst, the worst couple of months of my life. But it's more like when I isolated myself, I really got to know know myself. And that's the Sometimes. Yeah, before like that, it's like I thought I knew myself. But when I stopped like talking to a lot of people and like kind of separating myself from everyone, even, even my family. I kind of, I got to know myself. I got to know what I actually liked, not what people thought I liked or what people made me like. It was more like I really got to be so myself.
2: Much. Especially yeah. like after, from primary school and jumping into secondary as well. I definitely yeah. feel like that's when it, I started to find myself. Yeah, because
1: yeah. even in primary school, I feel like I was, the. I'm telling you now, my primary school, I was like the best version of myself.
2: <laughs> and then I'm
1: telling you, because like I was just being myself and I've got back to that. Because mm. through my secondary school, I was very like, I'm a very, like, arty person. I love art. I love to draw. I love to paint. I love to do all of that, design, whatever. So when I go into secondary school, I forgot about all of that. I didn't touch yeah. a pencil. Mm. I didn't touch paint. <laughs> I didn't touch, like, I never used to do any of that. And it wasn't until, like, year, when I left year 11, when I got back to it and I found, like, this is actually what I wanted to do. Because for the time, I just used to, it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't cool because that's such a sneaky way to say it, but it wasn't, like You're not people, were, yeah like, like yeah. I couldn't be like people yeah I like art like because people would do art but it weren't like what I'm into yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah so I feel like just me trying to find myself again I feel like that was important for me and I kind of have to tell um yeah I just feel like it was important for me to go through that and luckily for me it didn't end tragically. Yeah, yeah. If th- like that was that was yeah. my worst fear was me just going deeper and deeper. Like for some go- people
2: it goes the other way. Yeah, Because yeah, I
1: remember one time I was walking to college one time and like I was I was really upset that day because I think that was the same day I had the panic attack. So I was walking from. Um, the train station to my college and I was literally having an argument in my head with myself <laughs> <laughs> and I was like to myself I'm not going to let you get the better of me because you keep doing it to me and I don't like it and from that day like, I was just trying to push, push through because the more that you go through it the deeper you get and it's just it's just bad
0: so to wrap it up um, I want us to go around and just give a piece of advice to a girl or woman that's listening
2: For me, I didn't really mention this, but for me, what's really helped me, I'm quite spiritual, so I meditate. Mm. So I would say meditation is quite important. Like, I feel like, even if you haven't tried it before, do it and speak to someone that is close to you or that you feel is approachable. Yeah, go. Um,
1: For me, um, I'm more of an outlet person. So before, like, the podcast, and just, like, talking to you guys in the group chat, like... I would just write poems about how I felt or like just write down, like try and yeah, get right, it and out um, so it's not well. in my head like get out. I would even like sc- like literally scribble it up and then rip it up just so it's out of me because the more it's on your mind is the more it plays. So you try and get it out or even um, loads of people start YouTube to try and like just talk about mm. how they're feeling. I would say a media outlets so, or like just writing it down because that even if you're doing YouTube, you're talking like you're talking to your phone, but you're talking to your viewers, and you're trying to get it out. Mm. I Feel like it's just important to not. I don't want to say dwell on it because it's it will happen, but you have to try and yeah. Yeah. Find get different out coping of it. Mechanism. Yeah, because the more that you, I found the more that I just lie down in my bed and let it get the bell of me was the worse it got, mm. and it would make you physically sick. Like because I'd get it all the time. I'd get belly aches, headaches. So I'll just say, um, yeah, try and find some way to get it out
0: well um uh my mom always says like god will never put you for anything you can't handle yep. so yeah for me prayer really works especially at night when it's just i pray every time i go to bed and like, i pray mm. for my mom and my family and stuff but um sometimes i do i don't know my heart starts to race and i feel like a panic attack is coming on and i'll just be like god ease my heart ease my heart and then it's just like okay cool i am I go to sleep so if you are like spiritual or like uh like religious i think kind of what do you call them affirmations yeah. and stuff I like know, that like every, yeah. every morning, every morning that just affirmations yeah well. like just do stuff like that for me music really helps yeah. like yeah, i know yeah. there's always a song that you can can prevent, help me yeah. cry too, that can help me <laughs> turn up, that can help me just yeah. kind of like be one with myself. Because I think for me, it's my thoughts that really get me into that type of state. So I need something to distract me or something that's going to kind of calm me down. So I'll say music and affirmations. And yeah, you're going to be all right. You're going to
2: be all right, sis. You know. I'm just going to say whatever you're going through, it is going to get better, even though you feel like it might not be, but it will
1: yeah and just let your friend i would say because i didn't really let my friends know and they'll be finding out if they listen to this <laughs> yeah
2: like i didn't now, I don't really yeah tell I, I didn't let my it,
1: friends but... know until now <laughs> so <laughs> no, no. it's like i would say kind of try and let them know because you don't want them to feel like you're pushing them away and i feel like that's how my friends kind of felt because yeah, yeah. i would just i would just disappear i wouldn't <laughs> answer messages calls and it's not like I didn't want to answer it. It's just more like, I don't know why I couldn't. Mm, yeah. And I feel like you need to let your friends know because at least, I know, like, it's your it's your feelings, but at the same time, you don't want to lose good friends. So I'll just mm, say, like, so try and let them know that yeah. you're going through something. I, mm. I
0: definitely feel like, with me, I don't... Um, a friend will ask me, like, what's wrong? And I'll be like, I don't really want to talk about it right now, but mm. when I'm ready, I know I can come to you and stuff like mm. that. So I like that's okay. It's like, sometimes you don't... You don't have to speak right yeah, in you the don't, you don't have to speak you about it in the moment, but time. I think letting your friend know that something is wrong can help because, um, like, has there ever been times where, like, You've felt some type of way, and something your friend has said, not knowing that you're upset, has kind of made it worse. Yeah. So it's just like if yeah. they know, okay, something's up with D or something like, okay, maybe I should calm down if a bit. If it's
2: not fine, don't lie and say it's fine. Baby. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. You don't have to. I, I, right I in do the that. Moment, yeah. I do that a lot. Don't. Yeah, yeah, I feel like lying and saying, "Oh yeah, everything's fine." It doesn't help.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. But just quickly, like even just telling your friends, because I know
2: like me and my best friend
1: like I used to go to house all the time and when I was going through that time it was like I could feel myself pushing away but I didn't want to and I was like I couldn't open up about it even till like um on my birthday um at my house you was there and like the card she wrote me like I read it and she was right there and I wanted to say something but I couldn't, like, I just couldn't open up to her. And it was more like, I could tell through the car that she was hurt that I wasn't as close to her. Mm. Or, like, I could tell, like, it was bothering her because it was bothering me too. And if you're best friends with someone, you can... Yeah. Do you know what, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Like, and I didn't want to... I didn't want to go to the point where we weren't best friends anymore. So, like, I would say definitely, especially if it's your best friend, let them know. Because you don't want to get to a point where they feel as though you're pushing them away and they don't know why. Because yeah. they may just think that you don't want to be friends with them anymore and it's not the case. Like, you need to let them know. But, yeah. But
0: thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram at culture and Twitter at culture. And, yeah, we'll send them peace and love.